Praise God. Inka? Okay. Thank you. Pratelemanosa prakatali ararosa pava nashtipa. Alla prostagania avranta manostava. Arastava, erastava, mariostavali astavante, eracasanta laba. Evrastason, imiastason, elegavason sion sion. Evramatatantison, ecasonia, vesonia mission, irmission, even mission, emenosion sion. Elamacasion, avanstia, avanta labanastia, person, talia gadabastiga. Rosuson, son, so son, enmiostason, egemestason. Evramostason, Nikamiestason, Evanastason, Emeket Everlasting Son, Emestason, Sonson, Nonostison, Emeson's a song, a song, and Mestimok a song, a song, and make a song, a song, Everson song, a song, and make a sing song, a sing song, a song, and make a sing song, a sing a song, a song, Everontaton, a ton of Mession, Somic, and Mimiomia, Camanio, Messonia, and Mession, even a high son, a council song, the song, the song of the high son. Heaven to song, to sing, to song, the song of the high son. Mestion to song, a mioka tom song, a fiamme song, a niosta song, a miata song, a lemme song, a viamata song, a miesta fomta song, make a sound, the sound of the sound, sound, Africa somta sound, eniaka pashti galia pantele gadosta, vretelimas galia rabosta banaga. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Everyone to make you to sing. I've come to make you to sing. To sing the song of the song. To sing that same song of the song. The song, the song, the song of the song. I have come to open the song of the song. That you may sing and sound this. As the sound comes, you will sing the 
sound of the sun. I've come to sing, to sing even that, even that, even that that made me sit at the right hand of my father. I have come to sing to you that you may sing the same song with me. Even I, Jesus, seated at the right hand of the majesty on high, I've come to sound to you. I've come to sound to you. I've come to sound to you. And if thy hear my sound will sing my song. Open, open up, open up for I have come. I have come. I have come even with my sound. I have come with my song that you may sing my song. That you may sing my song. For it is given to you for to sing this same song, says the Lord Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, let's read Revelation chapter 1. of Jesus Christ which God gave to him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass and he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John Amen who bear record of the word of God and of the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. And blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things that are written therein for the what? Time is, is at hand. Praise God. Uh, this blessing, when it says, blessed is he that readeth. So, um, clearly this sort of blessing, we see it at the opening of, I think, every epistle, almost every epistle. Um, there is some, some sort of blessing um, at the beginning of the epistle. Um, so it's pronounced, sometimes it's pronounced as grace to you, peace to you, you know. Um, that, that blessing is um, trying to, to give you, uh, is, a, is a summation of what that epistle is trying to convey because every epistle is a, package of blessing, right? Every epistle uh, is actually the, is the, the writing out or the spelling out of a, a weight in the spirit. Every letter that is written, because, and it's something 
that you can't deny if you are able to see beyond just the letter of the Bible and you're able to see the spiritual survey of the scripture, you'll know that every single letter has a signature of, of blessing which it carries. And when you fellowship with each letter, you can come into that, you become blessed in the manner of that epistle. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And every epistle is a key. Like romance is a, is a, is a blessing, is a key. There is actually, without, the Bible will not be complete without the key of romance. Right, it's actually, there's the, there's a spirit of romance that every New Testament Christian has to drink from it. And each one, if they're not the same, romance is different from Corinthians. The first Corinthians is different from the second Corinthians. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So they are, they are all key um, in the, each of them is to, you know, you know if you, I mean, when, whenever you have grace and peace, you know, grace and peace means blessing according to the way that God said to Moses to speak to Aaron. He said, on this wise will you bless the children of Israel? And in summary, it's grace and peace. Right, you say to them, the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious to you, lift his countenance upon you, and then what? And give you peace, praise God. Um, so uh, this book of um, Revelation has also its own blessedness. It is... Um, the revelation will make you blessed in its own kind of way, right? It's a different kind of way or a different kind of blessing that, than what you get from the other epistle. Of course, it's flowing from the same source, but it's a specific, it's a particular revelation. And look, we're speaking about the uniqueness of the message, and we saw that the instrumentality, the instrumentation in the spirit that brought forth the book of Revelation came from the mind of God. So when you fellowship with the book of Revelation, you are fellowshipping with such blessing of, or such blessedness. And part of the blessing is the way it's put together, the way the thoughts are arranged the way the thoughts are aligned, glory to God, and, and also what sort of fellowship that each thought is able to quicken within the soul. You know, that's one of the main, main values of the scripture. The blessing of the Bible is to be able to quicken thoughts, to quicken specific kind of thoughts and make them stick, right? Scripture is, a, is like a... Is a, is a glue of spiritual thoughts, spiritual thinking. If you are able to carry scriptures by the spirit and hold them, every time the, the thoughts of them come in the heart, it doesn't come empty or dry. It comes quickened. Quickened with what? Quickened with the, the unique spirit 
which those letters are, are raised to, have been written to give glory to God. Hallelujah. So yeah, he's saying that blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Amen. Amen. And there's also another sense that you get from the Bible, and this is true, not just the epistles, it's true also with all the books of the Bible, beginning from Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, all the way down to even Revelation, is that there are, each book has its way of access. That not every book in the Bible is fully accessible. And, and, and it's very clear that the key of accessing books of the Bible is, is kept in the apostolic arm of the ministry gifts. Right? That, that's one of the main gifts of apostolic grace and ministry is the, the key to access. You know, there are a lot of books that have been accessed wrongly um, that maybe have been accessed through the window. All right. It's not every book that has been accessed through the front door. Some books we have, we never found the key, maybe for centuries um, in, Christian, in Christendom. But, but we've been doing things with the books. We've been taking, you know, praise God. Uh, but we've not been able to access the door. But the thing is, if you can't access the door, there are some things you can't bring out. There are some furniture that can't fit the window. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> there will be some things that will be forever kept inside the, the garrison of those books until, until the right authority that has, has God. And of course, that authority is put on men, is carried by the, the wisdom of the Spirit. It's actually a quickened oper operation, the way Scripture authority rests upon apostles. Praise God. Hallelujah. And we're thankful to God in our own generation. We have, an, uh, we have an apostolic gift, amen, that God has given us grace to drink from. Amen. Our daddy, Reverend Kay, who God gave him keys. God gave him keys to a lot of books of the Bible. And, uh, and I know a lot of books we still keep opening. Amen. I know some of you were wondering, oh, why don't you read some books, you know, um, why sometimes we feel why is it that most of our teachings come from certain scriptures we don't read everything you know there's a way you feel and there's somehow that um, you might want to you know let's say you know there's, there's a temptation you know what I mean I, there's always temptation let me just open to one fresh place you know maybe tell me one book I've never preached from before let me see amen what do you say now <laughs> Okay, maybe now home. So, <laughs> praise God. So, you know, I would like to come here and say, open to now home chapter. <laughs> Glory to God. Those, 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 you know, those are the temptations of preachers, right? You feel like you want to feel like, you know, you are vast, you are, you know, you can talk from different things and all of that, uh, different angles, but. Those, those things, those are childishness, right? It's, 
after a while, you become serious and you realize that um, it's not really about all those things. You can teach the same thing. To teach is about faithfulness, right? To teach and, and the Bible, um, the, the, the principle is a spiritual principle that can never be broken. That if you are faithful with little, that you'll be faithful with what? With much. So God doesn't open up much first. He does, he starts first with little. He can start with opening, you know, sometimes daddy will be giving stories about how his own access into what of righteousness. He didn't start at the same time. You know, he's had visitations progressively. Sometimes they will just go to one particular book and just open it up to him and begin to show him things. Glory to God. Um, so I'm just trying to give you a sense of the uh, that each, each book of the Bible has, is, a, is locked in the spirit, right? Each, each book has its unique signature and its unique blessing. And they're without the, the keys to the books, it's not possible to access it. Like the, 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 the Jews kept reading the, by all the prophets and the law, they kept reading them. And Jesus said, look, you keep reading them, but... You know, you're supposed to find life in them, but you're not able to understand them, that these things actually testify of me. It means that you, have, you can't, you're not able to extract the right message out of the books of the Bible. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So he says, blessed is he that, that read it. So it's not a trivial thing that, that you can't just say, look what they are saying here, it's not, it's not that anybody who turns to the book of Revelation is blessed because what he's saying here is that anybody who has been who has been quickened, who has been helped, who has journeyed, and it's clear also that to get here you must there's some journey that must occur. Uh, amen. To uh, one thing is very very clear that nobody can understand the Book of Revelation without understanding the other epistles. Right. That. The key, the, the sense of the book of Revelation is a sense that it comes of, to a mind that is educated in the epistles already. That is actually with epistle education that you come. Because if you come to Revelation without that epistle mind, uh, you, just, you just go over, you, the, book, the book is too... Um, the book is too glorious that, well, by glory I mean it's too, um, it's too, it's a, the message is signified. Right? He sent it and signified it by his angel. It's not like, it's not flat like other books. It's an animated story. Is um, very. Uh, it, uh, I don't know what's the right word. It's like, um, you know, if you if you bring my daughter, if you give her this story, this means nothing to her. This is not even a book. You might as well have just white pages, right? To her, this is nothing. This is just. There's nothing here. But if you bring a, a book that has colors just have colors and drawings in it, she'll begin her 
eyeballs light up. All of a sudden, she begin to see because of what the, the graphics, you understand. It's colorful. So the book of Revelation is colorful. Glory to Jesus. It's very what? Uh-huh. It's very colorful. So, but there's a danger in colorful things, right? <laughs> you can easily... And you can easily be enticed to play with them, right? That's the danger of colorful things. There's a lot of colorful language. I'm not talking about the red ink. I mean, the, I mean the kind of representation, what's represented in the books, in the book of, of, of Revelation. Glory to God. Um, this book has sent people in different directions. Some people have started religions out of this book. Whole, whole complete religions have, have, <laughs> have, been, <laughs> have come out of this book. Amen. Amen. Um, I don't, let me not go there, but <laughs> amen. And some, some very tragic, different tragic things have happened because of the, the enticement, there's an allure that the book has. Like there's something about wanting to know the secret of revelation. There's just something that people who are interested in knowledge, who, 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 who like edge, who like to stay on the edge of things, those who like to, uh-huh. for such people, just normal reading, open John chapter one, you know, those things will be boring. They want to you know, find out things that are more uh-huh. More colorful, they love, love more colorful things. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And there's a guy who, who, who read, he read Revelation so much, he felt that he was the second, he was the Messiah that has come the second time. Amen. <laughs> it wasn't too far, just in the US, not too long ago, some decades ago, yeah. And it, it was a very sad story. It ended in a very sad way. People followed him and all. And um, amen. Um, praise God. So, but um, this, this book has been kept for a time. It says, blessed is he that readeth and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things that are written therein for what the time is at hand. There is actually a time associated with this book, there's no other episode that sounds like this. Right, it's, it's very, it's a, it's a particular book. It means the book is holding a particular revelation, a specific insight that is that you, you must have had some kind of preparation to come into this place and begin to, to read. Glory to God. Now, um, what is it about, what is it that is special about the book. What is the special thing about the book of Revelation? It is that it is trying to, it's bringing into animation the mind of God. Do you see that? It's doing what? It's bringing into, it's bringing into animation. There's no book that does it this way. Right? It's bringing into Animation is is a progressive, um, progressive building up. It's laying off together, putting together of different 
signs. Right? And when I'm saying sign now, not just the conventional way of understanding signs. I mean, sign means something that is visual. It means it contains visual representation. Everything in the book is signified, is, contains this, a visual representation. Glory to God. And the purpose of, of vision um, um, is, uh, now, when, the, when you hear the word read, you see the, you see the first thing they said, yes. reading, right? And then the second thing is what? Hearing. So of course, the, the, the end goal is for some kind of hearing. Do you see that? That's why when he wrote to the churches, he said that he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. So the, at the summary, at the end of the matter, you must is to hear something. And, and that's the reason for every episode. The reason for every episode is for hearing, is for to cause a kind of inward hearing. That hearing is the hearing of that um, is a hearing of life. Is a, a hearing that produces life. Is the that hearing is is a sound which the the soul, praise God, responds to. Now, why hearing? Because hearing in is the um, hearing is the. Amen. Amen. Hearing is the richest method. Hearing is the is the richest way or richest What's the word? Way, method, means. Means, yes. Hearing is the richest means of fellowship. Uh, is richer than seeing. Yes, sir. Do you get me? What I say, hearing is what? Of fellowship. Is the, is the richest. I know hearing are in degrees. There's. There's a hearing, there's an initial hearing, right? But there is an, the hearing of the depths. So that hearing, the, the deep, there is, the deep has an ear. There is a, this ear, which is an outward ear, which is for calling of attention. That's different. There's, the, there's an ear which the soul has, which is for getting its attention. That's the, the I'll, I'll call it the outward ear of the soul, right? That one is, is basic, it is lower than seeing, right? It's the first, right? Like, like John will say, first John will say, say that, that which we have heard and which we have seen, we have looked upon, our hands have handled. So you see here, that hearing is the hearing of attention, the initial kind of hearing, but that's different. That's not what I'm speaking about here. The hearing I'm, I'm referring to is the hearing of the depths. It's another inward ear. It's what, when the Bible will say, deep collect unto deep are the sound of thy water sprout. So if, if a, a deep is calling 
So deep, it means the deep that is being called has, can hear. Yeah. Why would this depth call your depth if your depth cannot hear? So this, amen, all thy waves and billows are gone over me. Deep call it unto deep at the noise of thy what? Of thy water sprout. Do you know what the water sprout is? It's, like a, it's, like a, it's almost like a tornado, but in water, instead of air. Well, it's a tornado in water. And when you see a water sprout, it rises from the sea all the way as if it connects the, the cloud. Uh, do you get what I'm saying? So, so at deep call it unto deep at the sound. So this deep calling unto deep, he's talking about it's a noise of waters. The, of course, in, inside the death of God, you'll find rivers there. Actually, is the God's God's heart has there's a de- a deep in him, right? There's a there's a how do I know there's a deep in him? It's because there's a deep in you as well. That the the soul is characterized as as waters. Praise God. So his own depths can can call forth the depths in man, and in the depths of the man's soul, there is a hearing. Right, is a, a hearing of, of fellowship. That's the deepest place of communion. That's the, that's the kind of hearing that God wants to get a person to hear. Any, once a man can be configured to hear God in his depths, that's it. To open that channel of hearing God in your, in your word. In your depths, in your depths, the depths of the soul. Glory to God. Amen. So he, he, he wants to, to construct that channel of hearing. That's what God actually wants to do. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Um, now, but to do that, there are, there are things that must be quickened first in a person. Do you see that? Yes. Now, to, to acquire... To get to hearing, the soul must be skilled with reading first. It is is the skill. Anything you read for a long time, you start hearing it. That's actually the sign that you have read properly or that you have fulfilled hearing or you have completed hearing. You you read and, sorry, the, the sign you've completed reading or you have fulfilled reading you start hearing. That's how you know you hear it. You are, if you are reading a, a material and you are not hearing it, it's not sounding in you. You keep reading it. You keep read, you read it and read it until you begin to see it without reading it. So you can close the book if you want and keep reading it without reading. But, you are, but that's not the end. You must keep reading and reading until it starts sounding on the inside of you. How do you know it has started sounding? It's when you can Ask, you can query it, and it responds back. Also, while you are on your, in your, in at rest, it can query you, and you can hear it. That's what fellowship is. Do you get what I'm saying? Your fellowship is, hearing sound is the, is the final, right, um, is the richest, like I said, is the richest form of fellowship. Praise God. Hallelujah. When you come in the natural, 
for example, the, like the, the highest art form is music. Right, is the music is the most is senior to any other art form. Right, music. Why? Because how do you know? It's very it's very easy um, to prove it. Is that um, paintings are nice? Like visually, when you see something visual, a painting, a work, um, you can be moved. You can even be very emotional but it has its limit. It has its finiteness, all right? It is, um, it is um, a painting, um, a painting can be analog, a painting can even be digital. By digital, I mean very, very, the amount of information is, is, is plenteous. So, and when you have plenty of riches of information, it has a sense of overwhelming the soul. That overwhelming, the amount, the way, when you're able to overwhelm the soul, you can shift the soul into a place of almost transformation or an emotional sort of response from within. Art can do that. Visual art can do that. Glory to God. But it's still not as powerful as music or sound, audible art. Sound is, is powerful. Yes. How do you know it's powerful? It can move you. Yes. You can't dance to a picture, but you can dance to a music. <laughs> do you understand me? Yes. So, do you see that? It's powerful. Yeah. You can, you, listening to a song, involuntarily, your head can be moving. And you'll catch yourself moving. It means that that thing traveled to your depth and spoke to your what do you call it, your inside, and is able to move your within to the point where it acts and manifests and sh begin to get your physique yes, to move. Isn't that powerful? Yes. So someone said that, that all forms of art aspire to the height of music. Like music is the, music is the truest form of art. Right? Like if you have, maybe if you have a story, you can tell it. You can try and draw a picture of the story even better to give a visual representation. You've tried more. But if you can sing that story, and, and it's not very easy, it's not easy to convert a story to a song where the, the, all the feelings and all the, the, the emotional information in the story is that you're able to convert that into a musical form. Once you're able to do that, it's powerful. I, I, do you understand what I'm saying? Glory to God. That's why, um, that's why music is, um, that's why one of the things given to us as Christians in with respect to fellowship with, with the spiritual being when it comes to the opening up of doors in the spirit opening up of portals in the spirit of fellowship with spiritual things is you have to go with music. That's the best. All right, that's the best. Like I could say, okay, today let's not worship, let's just paint. You know. It will it won't be too it won't be too bad, you know, it won't be 
um, we, will, we can, maybe someone who's very skilled at painting can paint, you know, representations of things that we need to meditate on. But it will not be the same. You will meditate on it, it will be nice, nice painting, but it's not able to move you uh, the way music is able to move you. When, you are, when music begins to sound, you begin to sing lyrics, and you, you mix the lyrics with melody. What happened? Praise God. Is it your interpretation that's moving me to talk about music? Okay, maybe. That's, amen. <laughs> but when he kept interpreting that thing, I was like, oh, this music thing, I'm not... Okay, let's see where it's going. <laughs> Glory to God. So it's clear maybe the Lord has something to say about this. Um, praise Jesus. Um, yes, yeah, so um, it's that thing of music, the, the sound in the spirit. And I, I hope you know that God doesn't speak, God sings. You know that, right? You know that. <laughs> if God is speaking, it, uh, it means that he only speaks to when he has to come down to your level. It means that you have not, uh-huh, you, you have not, um, he's still trying to train you, trying to break through to you. Praise God. He's still trying to do what? He's trying to break through to you when, when he's just talking. Okay. This, maybe he's arranging, organizing precepts, right? When he's still trying to introduce you and make you align with his message. So he will be speaking to you and through speaking to remove things from you. Means you've not yet fallen into alignment. But the moment the soul falls into alignment, God no longer speaks to the soul. He begins to sing. You now realize that. There's an eternal song that they always sing. Every time in eternity, all you hear is song. To be honest with you, that's the truth. All you hear is song. There's, they don't have their, their life fellowship. It's too rich. There's, it's, it's too rich. Their level of communication is not without a sound. Right? There is, and there's a music which in the eternal realm, which they constantly sing, constantly. That's why, you know, you angels sing too. At their different levels, they sing. It's not every song that is just praise and worship, choir, morning devotion. Uh, when they are singing, they are not doing devotion. That song is, is telling you something. It's telling that their expression has rhythm and melody and sound to it. Praise Jesus. Do you get that? Yes, sir. Amen. So, um, and that's where God will get you, everybody, that's God's dream for you. Amen. The Lord wants to open up your depths to a point where in, your, in the depth of your soul, you begin to hear the song of God. You begin to hear the song of the Lamb. You, you see the lamb and his 144,000. When they got to the tip of the mountain, they realized that this is a song zone, actually, that all they do here is sing. Sing. They heard a song. They first of all heard the sound of harp, the voice of harpers, harping on their harps. That, the harp was their instrument of their nature, which they were harping. I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters. You see that? And as then the voice of a great thunder, and I heard 
the voice of harpies, harping with their harps. Praise God. And verse 3. And the song, as it were, a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders. And no man could do what? Could learn that song but the 140 and 4,000 which were redeemed. So in the time when they were trying to redeem them from the earth, they will hear plenty of words. But the, the, the only time song um, only breaks out when alignment has happened. That's the, the key thing about song. That once you see there is a song, once a song comes, alignment has, has occurred. It's like you want to put together a, a band, an orchestra. You don't just take people from different places, with different, no matter how skilled they are, you can't just take them, put them together in a room and say, three, two, go, start singing. No matter how skilled they are, what you will hear, you won't like it. <laughs> Why? Because the, the precept of the song has not been, hasn't been, you understand, you haven't, you haven't, they haven't read the, 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 the sheet. Do you get what I'm saying? You don't take a choir. A choir doesn't go straight to singing. They have to first, there has to be a time of reading first. In that, the reading contains the information of what they need to align to, of the alignment in order to sing the song which they want to sing. Praise God. So, what, what you need to give them is the precept of the song. The precept will include the tempo, what is the tempo, what is the beat, what, is the, what are the chords, what are the notes, the melody, all of those things are information concerning the, the song that they, you need them to sing. And then they will, they will just keep reading, keep reading, keep reading. They'll read and then they will do some practice on an individual level first. Each person has to practice his own part and they have to come together so when you bring them together, each person has his own part in the song. Praise God. So what makes it musical is alignment. All right, it's alignment. They must be hitting the same bars at the same time. Right, they must be speaking. And what ensures that are the, the precepts of that sound which they want to raise. Amen. Amen. And that the realm or the world of, of music is a, is a land of truth. Truth is musical. Praise God. If it's, if it's not musical, it's not truth yet. Or it's, it hasn't, there is not, it means that alignment is not complete. Do you understand that? That alignment is not what? Is not complete. And then you've, you've wondered, how can, we, how can you just be perfect in alignment with God? Is it even possible? No, I don't know if you've thought about that, that you just constantly, you won't be making mistakes. You'll just be flowing with God. So is that even possible? It's possible. When you, whenever you hear, you listen to a song, that should remind you. That if you can raise it, a, a, a choir of hundreds of people sometimes, 
and get them to, to flow in unison, multiple instruments, each hitting the same thing, and then it, it sounds beautiful to the soul, to the, to the ears, that it's a, it's, a, it's a sign to tell you that it's possible. Now, music is spiritual. There is no music that's not spiritual. I mean, even, um, of course, there is the metaphorical aspect of music, right? Which is representative of God's life, which is what we are, read, we are learning. Yes, sir. But I'm telling you, even physical, like music, audible music, is what? Is, is spiritual. Is actually spiritual. It's spiritual in its, um, where it came from. The sense, how you, how you can tell something is off about it. You didn't know the song, but someone played the wrong note. You who didn't know the song can tell that, that something was, someone didn't play the right thing. You don't know the note you're supposed to play. You don't even know anything about music, but just hearing it, you know, about music, but just hearing it, you know, no, that's not the right, it's not lining with everything else that everybody's playing. Do you get me? It's not what? With what everybody else is playing. Where is that information coming from? It's a song you've not heard before. Huh? It's just something. So I will tell you, music is like truth. It's, it's, there's a truth of it, about it. If you're not hitting that thing, anybody who can recognize the truth will, will know that there's something that's not being, you're not hitting the right, it's not coming together. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, so God's life has that kind of quality to it, that they want to, what they are doing is they want tuning of the soul. I want to tune your soul in life, in your life expression, in the, the life which you live. They want to tune it into God's own sound so that you can begin to, as you're living, you begin to sound like him. You begin to, your, your, your life begins to play his tune. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. And that should be our aspiration. Amen. Praise God. But before the music there is what what did i call it a, a visual process right yes sir the, the, one of the secret of music is that every sound comes from a sight you can't right do you see that every word every sound comes from a sight one of the main the main purpose of the soul is to convert sound to sight. Sight to sound, sorry. To convert sight to sound. Is a, the soul is a machine that, that converts sight to music. God designed the, the soul to be able to do that. Amen. And, and that the, 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 is, a, is a principle of creating of music generation is amen. amen. 
Glory, Uncle Jimmy is the one that, sorry, Uncle Yinka is the one that has moved us into music class, so it wasn't my, I, I wasn't thinking about music, but we, we are here. Glory to God. But I hope you're, you will be blessed by what I'm saying. And, and we're going somewhere by God's grace. Um, so I'm saying that um, every sound, that generation of musical sound is actually a conversion of some kind of sight. You find in classical music, there's something called sight reading. How many of you have heard of that before you know? Okay, only a few of us. Uh, what? It's called sight reading. When you, when you say, ah, do you sight read? Or they say, do you sight? If you want to shorten it. <laughs> who are those who sight? Are those who can read shit music? It's called, it's called sight reading. Right. But um, there are those who don't maybe always play like the, the, the band now. They don't, there's no shit in front of them. <laughs> Why are you laughing? There's no shit in front of them, but they are seeing something. If you can't see, you can't, you can't play. Right, without seeing, you must be seeing it. And that's the, that's the reason for rehearsal. If I say, Benji, can you learn this song? What do, what do you do? You, you're, you're, you must, you, you practice and practice until you begin to see the song. Right, you, see the, you see the notes of the song, you're seeing the, the, the progression of the song. If you're playing a soloing instrument, you're seeing the melody of the, of the song. Praise God. And you are, that's what you see is a guide to the music which you create. Amen. So what I'm trying to show you is that um, reading produces what? Sound. So when they say here that blessed is he that readeth and they that hear, it's not, it's not hearing. Remember, the way they put the book is they sent and signified it. They put it in the form of sign. That's the, the, the way the book comes, is sign. It's things for you to see. <laughs> That's the way the, the, the book is written. It's just sight that is packaged. From one side to the other, yes. from one, another side to the other, he kept showing John things, right, for amen. And all of those things were signified, praise God, for the purpose yeah. of reading. Reading means to extract information through, through sight. If I'm, if I'm reading this book, I'm seeing, and by seeing, I'm extracting an information. So anytime you're extracting information through sight, you are reading. So what you, the, you should do is to read the signs of the, in the book, right? Now, when you read the sign in the book, this is the key thing, that you are, the book does not directly cause hearing what the book will do 
is be open for reading. He must read it. Now, what reading will do is, as you are reading it, ears be constructed, not the external ears, the ears of the depths. Do you understand that? Yes, so, so through reading, what is reading? Interpretation of the signs. As you're interpreting the signs and you're having that kind of transaction, of visual transaction with the signs, in that process, you are con- there's a construction of ears inside the soul. It's those, what I call them, the ear are the ears of what? Of the dead. It's, it's the ear through which you will hear, right? That's the ears which the, uh, it was saying to John, sorry, John was uh, saying that he that hath an ear to each of the church, that, that was the message, because remember, this book was written to the seven churches. Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's read that. To the seven churches in Asia. Verse 4. Do you see it? After verse 3. Verse 3 said, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written therein. For the time is what? At hand. And verse 4. John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be to you and peace from him that is, which is and which was and which is to come, and then from who? The seven spirits before the throne. Glory to God. So, and you see, for each of these seven churches to whom is written to, at the end of the message to them, it will now say, he that has an ear. So well, if it's he that has an ear is he that is able to endure the discipline yes, of reading. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. He that is able to the discipline. He, that, he who through reading has developed an ear to hear what what the spirit is saying to the churches. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Do you understand me? Mm-hmm. So, this is a given. If you have an ear, you will hear. If you have an ear, you will do what? You will hear. Because that ear is, is constructed for hearing. But see, this hearing is not that easy. A lot of people, men, not, don't hear. Actually, there is 
a lot that the enemy has done that is against development of ears. That is, he has done so much. He has invested so much on the earth, in the world. He has done, done so much investment to make sure that men don't develop. Rather, let men have ears for other things. Do you get that? You know, it's the same process. If you listen to the world too much, you start seeing the world. If you, if you don't read the world too much, you develop an ear for the world. After a while, the world stops talking to you from here. It starts speaking to you from your depth. That's one thing the world wants to do. It wants to configure. The depth of the world wants to also call your depth as well. Right? <laughs> You, you, don't, you, don't, you know that too? That uh, uh, this thing about this musical um, aspiration, the musical aspiration in the spirit, is not only in God's kingdom, they have that. In the enemy's kingdom, they also know the secret of sound. They are also doing investment to make, to, 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 to make soul have sound, to give Soul sound because if you can sound in his soul, you can move the soul. Once you are, if you, once you can install a tune inside the soul, that's it. it. The soul is there. You've configured an ear and inside inside of the soul. Just beat the music. The soul starts moving. Involuntarily, it just keeps dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing and dancing. Dancing, dancing. A lot of men have been, have been raised and are trained to dance to the tune of the world because that is the song which they hear. That's the sound which they hear on the inside. They're not just hearing the world here. If they play the world music from here, you might not hear it. You might not dance. Because any sound you hear from here is still strange to you. Do you get that? Yes, sir. It's, it's the principle, the soul. This, you should to see these two ears of the soul. Yes, this ear out here in your soul that anything you hear from here sounds strange. Are you calling me? Who's calling me? It's like you're walking and then someone calls you from behind. So you turn like, oh, you called me? Because you weren't looking at that person. You're facing a different direction. You had a different focus. But then someone called you from behind. Right, and when they called you, you were not even aware they were there. So that hearing is a way of getting your attention to turn. So there is a hearing of the soul that is a call to reading. Right, it's that's the it's called first contact. Is the first contact call to reading? Come and read. Right, when you when the soul graduates from one aspect of the world. How, that means, how do they prove it has an inward ear developed? It can start talking to you from the inside. Then another aspect of the world will begin to call you and say, okay, you've done well in that side. Now, I'm on this other side. Can you turn to me? That's why you have to be careful. Be careful with things that, that call you to adventure. Things that sound new, oh, fresh. I didn't know that this one was here. You mean that people do this thing? Wow, such a nice something. 
Thank you. Yes, amen. Praise God. Okay. Who's interpreting this one? Dinka, are you the interpreter or do you have somebody? You have start having fellows by now. <laughs> Did you raise who are those who raised their hand the other day? <laughs> that, Are you, are you still here? I just want to show, I want to show you where Yinka is fellows. Where are you? Raise your hand. Yeah. <laughs> the house are now few. Where are you? Why are the house few now? Okay. You raise your hand that you, you cover the gift of interpretation of tongues. And then I prayed for you, right? And then you said you have faith for it. So if you have one of such people, can I see your hands again? <laughs> ah, there are many, you see? <laughs> you can see, these are all your fellows, eh? I'm just, so, you, <laughs> so you know them. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Do any of your fellows have the, uh, the interpretation or are you, or are you the one? You're the one, okay. Thank you. But Sapania Stefata, Kalia Stefata, a Castifala, Tepinostofra, a late a cata, a leprostoba, Stigala, Ventila, Satania, and a nostopa, Fecostupra, Telia, Proteta Telia, a least of Ranta Labanosta, Kefeta, I'm come, I'm showing, I am showing, I am showing you, I am showing you the order of my song, the order of my life. It is the sound of my life. It is the sound of my life, or it is precept upon precept. It is precept upon precept. It is year a little, dare a little that you come even into line upon line. It is by building up precept. It is by the precept you will spring forth into the lines of my life. I am sound and I am showing you how I sound. For how I sound is how I live. It is my life. It is my life. For the sound you are hearing, it is my life you are seeing. As you sound, as I sound, you see my life. I am come to show my life and I am laying precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. I have come to show you. I have come to sound to you. Open up Open up, for I want you to sound even as I am sounding. I want you to sound. I want you to sing my song, for this is the one and true song. And this is the song of the first begotten. And I am come as the son of the eternal father to sound to you and to show you, to show you even how my father and I are in fellowship. It is by the rhythm. It is by the melody of our song, the song that he gave me, I have come to sound to you, says the Lord Jesus. Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> um, so, so I was saying that um, the ambition to uh, to raise an orchestra or a choir of musicians is not just that something that's specific to the kingdom of God, like I said, it is 
It's just a, it's a spiritual fact. that every, both kingdoms aspire to. Sometimes I, might, I can picture the devil be challenging. You know he likes those kind of things. You know he comes where God is, like Job, and he comes around. So I can picture him challenging God and saying, okay, God, play your sound and play my own. Let's see. Who will he dance to? Which tune will he pick? I can imagine, you think the devil wasn't, wouldn't challenge God like that. He would say, let's, let's check who, who's, whose song are men dancing to? Whose tune do they hear? So your, your salvation is to heal you from hearing and responding to the sound of sin and death and for you to not just come into God's, into the kingdom's own um, message by precept alone, but to come it into it musically, to come into it where your soul can also dance to the tune, right? In, uh, remember when they were judging um, Babylon, right? One of the things they found inside there was what? That there, was, there were songs going on, right? Let me, <laughs> Revelation chapter... Chapter 18. So it says, uh, this is, that's what this whole book was about, right? It was about the, it says from verse one, it says, Revelation 18, verse 1, it says, After these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is falling, is falling, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not what? Partakers of her sins, and that ye would receive not of her plagues, for her sins have reached unto heaven. And God had remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you and double unto her, double according to her works in the cup which she has filled, filled to her double. 
for how much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously. So much torment and sorrow give her, for she saith in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and what? And shall see no sorrow. Just because of time, go down to verse, let's see verse 20. It says, rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in thee. Now, are you seeing the reason why men are worldly? That the world is not just one dry place that you don't, it is, amen, it's, uh, it's their voice of harpers and musicians and pipers and trumpeters. Praise God. So um, it, it means that this, this song that this woman has is a song inside of her. When you are drinking her wine, through that wine is actually is a key to unlock sight. It is the key for unlocking, to open the eyes a certain way, glory to God, and then to, through that scene, the way of seeing which the wine of the world configures, it creates an inward ear. So that to me, the goal is to make every soul inside them begin to hear the music that is in Babylon. What is mean of music? Music means effortless. It is music is, music song is obedience, rhythmic obedience. It is doing it without trying. It's, it's sweet when you are doing it. It is, it is, Glory to God. When you are dancing, when music has hit, it's, you know what I mean? When it has, <laughs> glory to God. When, and then you have, by that time, you, you wore a, a jacket, you've, you moved that one has gone a long time ago. The shoes has left since. You know that, you know that's that point of music. Now, do you know how much calories you are burning at that time? Now, if they take you to the gym, burn those same calories. That what will happen? You'll be crying, tears, sorrow. But are you getting what I'm trying to say? So that, that thing that's so hard to do, physical exercise. When, it's, when they make it now, that's why sometimes people now realize, ah, this thing, music, okay. Let's, let's mix. The, you know those are YouTube videos? that you watch is to deceive your soul. <laughs> you get what? It means that song is more powerful than 
the fear of obesity, <laughs> fear of sickness. Fear, you know all the reasons why you should exercise. They can't move you to, to they can't move you. But just a simple word, song. There are even some exercises that are just dance. Is it called, there's one called Zumba or something. Is this Zumba dance or something? Do you, 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 get, you get my point? Now, what's, what am I trying to show you here? I'm trying to tell you that it is, music is, is obedience, it's work. To move you to do a work, but to do it with ecstasy, with gladness, like you are doing nothing. It makes it enjoyable. Yes. You take the light in doing it. Yes, so when that when you say that musical aspect of when life living becomes musical is a, is a, is a, is a sign of complete what alignment. It's like, it's like God, you know when I, how I told you that? They don't talk, they sing. They are constant, they don't only sing, they dance. That's actually, God is constantly dancing. That's how he lives. His, his life is rhythmic, it's not boring. Say, ah, son, what's the righteousness, what's the righteousness agenda for today? Maybe the son will say, ah, you know us now, our laws are many eternal things we have to do. Hey! Ah, that's not the way they process their life. Like the forgiveness is hard for you. Do you think that's how they? Ah, say we are God, so we have to forgive them. Let's manage. That's not how it is to you. You know how everything about God is hard for us sometimes. When the more they increase the standard, they are harder. We feel like dying in all of those things. They do it easily. The way they, they dish out mercy, as if, as if it's nothing. For, one, for a man to have one tiny mercy. You know, no, I mean that for you, or you, those of us, who Jesus said, you being, you, you being evil. <laughs> that, so just have one tiny, can you just be merciful to that fellow who did that thing? Ah! Because of God. Because of, are you seeing how hard it is? But he's your brother now, I know. <laughs> and the body Bible, hey, stop putting, I know the Bible, I know what the Bible says. That's not the issue here. Just to, to move the soul, to do it to do the righteousness, to obey it. The revelation is there. You can see why, why you should do it, the importance of doing it. They've told you more than, if you do it, you will overcome. You will sit on the throne. You understand? You will have a new name. Right? In that overcoming, will I give to drink freely of the water of life? You've read it all in the Bible, but it's still not enough. It's not moving you. Or yet, because of the, the, the uh, you are not 
you're not hearing it from within. It's not, a, it's not a radio playing inside of you yet. You are just, you are still reading one, you know, like when they give you a song, go and learn the song. As if you're a musician, you know that's not this, that part is not really sweet. Where you take the shit you, the music you learn, you look at the lyrics, okay. Those who sing know what I'm talking about. When they give you lyrics, you know some of those personality songs that are long. They say, okay, we are singing this song tomorrow. Ah, you have to learn. Why can't we sing the one we already know? You have to learn the lyrics. Learning it after a while, you actually forget. By the time you're getting to the second verse, you forgot the first one. You have to go back. You know, it's not very nice. Amen. Amen. And if you are not very, you just, uh, you just, we breeze through it, man. <laughs> we just tongues that side. Just. <laughs> why? Because. Uh, why? Why? Why is that? Because of. You know, that, uh, that the, the learning the precept, yes, right, or, or musicians scoring it properly mm-hmm. is not very, very palatable. It's a bit difficult and it's tedious. But the moment, if you're able to go through that tedious process, and which is the time of where you are of developing the sight, Right, you're able to see that time of reading of it that is constructing now an inward ear on your inside that will help you. Once that thing has been fully constructed, you move into some kind of zone of ease. It's a zone of ease. Those who sing know what I'm talking about. You know when you hit ease with a song? In learning a song. Those who learn, who play chords, after a while, you know, you, this is the chord, but sometimes it's a, it's a four-note chord, but only three of your fingers will align. One other finger will, will, be, will be rogue, you know what I mean? Amen. <laughs> Amen. There was a time Benji used to have plenty of rogue fingers. <laughs> I can hear it from <laughs> Praise God. But I have to have mercy on him the way God has mercy on me. You know, my rudeness, you understand what I mean? I'm not yet a sweet sound to him. But I will be one day. I still have a lot of rogue notes sounding. Dam, pam, pam, at at weird intervals. (laughs) When things shouldn't sound, they are hearing things. When it's time to sound, you won't hear. They are waiting for sound, nothing. That's how some of us are with God. But he's patient. He's patient. It's precept upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Say line. Line. You will know your lines. You will learn your lines. So, that, what I said, that musical thing, it's, it's, it's doing obedience rhythmically. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, this what I'm teaching might just sound, you know, those of us who are very spiritual, you might feel like 
music, man, talk, give us word and all that. Praise God, just bear with us, you know. <laughs> but I just want to explain one thing, just a very little, it's just a little sense for you to understand. You know the way when you are, when you are learning the precept, that one by one, precept upon precept, one by one, there's a way you, the devil will discourage you. If, at this pace you are learning it, and this is your sluggishness doing, which day will you finish learning all the life? <laughs> Have you ever had that thought before? <laughs> if you've never thought, if you've never had that thought before, then Kai, you're not thinking well. What do you think about? It means you have other problems. Not this one. This is the kind of problem that you should have. How to arrive. How to get there. How to arrive. How to. In this time. In this life. In this world. Praise Jesus. In this present world. Yes, sir. So that the grace of God that bringeth salvation. Like I said, salvation is a song, right? Salvation is a song. Those who are safe, who are saved, they are safe. It's their rhythm that keeps them safe. They are, they are locked into a, a movement that contrary spirits, cannot interpret that salvation is not hiding on that one place. You can be saved in plain sight. When I say plain sight, I mean, right? Jesus said, don't take them from the world, keep them from the evil. While they are in that evil, in the world, their movement, their rhythm is, 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 coded, you can't join their song, neither can you pull them away from their song, so because you can't catch their, it's a, their unforced rhythms, grace is an unforced rhythm, do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the salvation, what makes God eternally saved is how he his, it is the rhythm of his living. The way, he, the way he lives, how he flows. He flows differently. When, when you pour God out and, and you pour out his liquid, there's the, the part it takes is different. The fluid dynamics of his life obey an eternal formula. You cannot solve the formula. You cannot predict his life. No mind below his mind can do it. Praise God. But of course, precept upon precept, that's a blessing of precept, line upon line, with stammering lips and another tongue. Glory to Jesus. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has 
First of all, it must appear to all men. For them to read is for, it's an appearance for reading. Grace first brings, it first, grace first of all appears. If when grace appears and the soul can read grace, if you can read grace, after some time, you start hearing grace in your depths. It's true. Because when you start hearing grace, that's the point where grace has, it delivers what it's bringing. It's called salvation. Salvation is, is, is code of, of living. I want you to think of salvation that way. Think of salvation as, don't think of it as one house you go and hide or something. That's not salvation. That's what Jesus was trying to teach about the world. Like he himself, he was in the world and he was saved. The evil did not touch him. Nothing touched him. Satan came and he had nothing on. He said, the prince of this world come, but he found nothing. If he didn't find any of his, none of his sound, none of his lyrics. Imagine, imagine all of hell trying to play music for Jesus. But what kind of a man is this? All men always dance to this song. Why is this man different? Why is your case different, Jesus? <laughs> Why? You say, okay, 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 okay. Maybe you don't like this genre. Okay. Let's... Sit down, we now call the DJ. But I don't know who is the DJ in here, but maybe one wicked spirit. Amen. Say, okay, okay, we are. We know the record to play. They will now go and bring one deadly. Maybe they will bring the one they played for Cain. Yes, sir. Right? Okay, <laughs> son of Adam. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we can't resist this kind. You know, it was some music they were playing for. Kids, they just started hearing sound. You know? Right? Somebody who was only used to the, the rhythm of the presence. He was, he, was, he was used to vibrating and oscillating in the present. After a while, a strange sound began to play to his ear with a message calling him. Before he knew it, came, began to build cities and houses, began to do all kinds of effortlessly. Check the way they, they describe Cain's operation. Easily, easily was getting married, having children, generations, all kinds of things. He was doing that by, there was a sound that was played to him. But imagine they played, they said the prince of this world cometh, but he found nothing in me. There's nothing that they could do to Jesus. Why? He wasn't hiding from them. He wasn't running, he wasn't living in a cocoon. He would come out like everybody else. Right? In the same marketplace where devils live, he would go there. Maybe he buys things from the market. You understand what I mean? Yes, he, would go, he goes to the publicans, he goes to the different, ta even tax collectors. He, wasn't, he was just around the people. Yes, he, didn't, he wasn't afraid yes, of that because it wasn't about avoidance. It wasn't that. It was what was saving him, what was keeping him safe was the rhythm of his life, the, the inward Reading by, but how did they get there? It took time. Yes, sir. It took years for them to develop that thing in him. How to be in the world and not off the world. 
how to be kept from the evil. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That's what salvation is. It doesn't matter how evil the world is getting. Just stay with the program. Trust the program. Believe in the program of salvation. Don't get tired of it. Don't get weary of it. The same way you, you learn an instrument or a song is first tedious until... Those of you who have learned an instrument before, you know that there's something about that thing. It's, it's teaching you about how your soul is. Yes. That one day it can click. Yeah. If you've not played music, you may not understand what I'm saying, but maybe you're understanding it in different ways. Maybe the way you understand it is, maybe you're, it's a difficult course, maybe a mathematics course. That they've, been, they, they've taught you, everybody has tried teaching you, you couldn't learn it, you just couldn't get it. Why? What does this thing make sense? So you just felt to do some due diligence and maybe you open the textbook, decide to maybe solve some of, some of the problems and put your head down. I say, okay, let me just take it one by one. Maybe you tried, you solved the first one. Ah, okay, ah. There's one sense you didn't know, you just got. Try number two, you tried a bit. Then number three felt like, nah, there's nothing in your brain that, can, that aligns with this thing. Let me go and look for another profession. But you got angry and slept and left it for two days, then came back again to that number three with another eyes. Okay. Let me read another aspect of the chapter that talks about this thing. Ah, this difficult thing. Oh, that's what it's about. You're able to go through number three. That number three did something. The different aspect of the understanding that are key to unlock the subject, maybe came together in, in that challenge. The answer solving number three. Number four, five, six are harder than the rest. But you, as, you, as you begin to look at number four, it looks like the easiest thing you've ever seen. You saw number four, number five, number six, number seven. When you, you get to a difficulty, something begins to talk to you about the problem that this is actually the sense. You just recognize the sense, how to approach it. There's a breakthrough. That's how learning occurs. Learning is not, is not always one, 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 one. There's no, <laughs> there's no field of proficiency that you approach. Anybody who, is doing, who thinks one, one, one cannot solve any problem. Imagine you go, went to emergency an accident, somebody's about to die. And then the doctor asked to, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so the first step, you check the pulse, okay. Then you check the pulse, okay, you check the pulse, this is the pulse, then the next step is, you, what do you do? You now remember the next step. What's happening? Life is going. You can't. <laughs> so you don't bring somebody who is still at that level to emergency as an emergency room doctor. When you go to an emergency room, the person you meet there is a savior. Is a is a being. Is a is a, is a beast of of what when it comes to 
salvation. At that point, you must be operating at instinct level. There's no time to go and verify. There are some things you don't need to do tests for. Something from inside will tell you. In this situation, there are three things this thing can be. This one, this one, or based on what? It's called it's an unforced rhythm of grace on the inside that's at work. Now, how many years of investment of school to, to get a person to that place? First, do an undergraduate degree, then now go to med school itself. You do med school, how many years? I don't know, is it six years or five years or something? Then you have to now do residency. And then you have to. It takes years. And you must have spent at least won't be one, almost one, one and a half decade of your life yeah. of something. is to produce, your, to, to make your soul operate with an unforced rhythm yeah. that when a doctor is operating, something inside him should be sounding yeah. on what to do. Yes, do you agree with me? Yes, But you, who is not a doctor, the concept of, when you just look at the complexity of the human being alone, the fact that they can put, one day you can be in charge of saving a person, the, in the complexity of the systems in their body. Are you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm, I'm, I marvel at medical science. Different survival stories. You somebody say was shot six times. I was watching the other day, and then doctors were able to do. They 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 know what to do. They know they know what to do instinctively. While the life is going, something kicks into motion. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, but in, so can you can you see the? It's almost like a miracle. I want you to see it as a miracle. To get a soul who is, was like you at one, at one point in their life, knowing nothing about the human body, to move to that kind of operation, it's when you see them in display in the, in the emergency room. You get what I'm saying? It's not just, it wasn't, they didn't get there one-one every day. They started one by one, precept upon precept, precept. Everything seems slow. Maybe their first year of undergraduate, of, imagine learning first biology, then learning just simple anatomy, name the body parts. Eye, leg, you know, you can get discouraged. Which day will you <laughs> learn how to, how the heart works, how the, do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? But as you're doing that, there's, there's some, the soul there's, has, the soul is a spiritual entity. It, it, it starts learning baby steps, but after a while, give it enough precept it, will, it can jump into the world where the precept is coming from. From precept, it will start reading spirit. There's a, there's a level of class in medicine where they don't just talk precept of medicine, they, they teach spirit. There will be a level of class when, when a doctor is talking with another doctor who is getting to that level. They move beyond just precept. They, 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 they can just speak around one area. Yes, sir. The, the way they will begin to talk about it will be talking about the spirit yes, of that area. I'm trying to show you something. 
like your soul has a, a greater capacity. When God, see, when God was making your soul, he wasn't making it for anything. It was for himself. It wasn't, your soul is customized to have God. But there's a way the world can make you feel otherwise. You just, ah, you just feel like, oh, your, your, your soul is meant to enjoy pandediam. And... <laughs> Praise God. And outside that, there's not too much you can do, but it's not true. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. The grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men. You see, well, it appears to them to teach them. Yes, sir. That, that teaching is season of reading. Yes, sir. To teaching them then that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and then what? Godly. In when? I love this part. This is my, the most beautiful yes. part of this thing. Yes, it is in this present world. The soul can deny ungodliness and worldly loss. Denying worldly loss should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you know that this denying and living, those are the two things. You deny and live. You deny and live. Denying and living. So there is grace, that is the description of salvation. Is a, a person that's able to deny some things and then live according to the, another pattern, yes, live according to another figure, configuration. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So now when you begin, now should I tell you, announce something to some of you guys? Yes, sir. Some of you, you have already, you are moving into the sound of Christ's life. Amen. There, are, there are aspects of the life of Christ you no longer do from precept that has become your rhythm. And the more you, you, you hold on to the precepts, not slacking, not leaving some behind, you go after the wholesomeness of it, you will see your, your life will begin to conform and conform to that unforced rhythm, that rhythm of the operation of grace. Amen. In Christ. Glory. Now, speaking particularly about the life of God, <clears throat> which is what this book of Revelation, that's where Revelation is getting to. You see, all these churches, right? right? Because you know, the, the, like I explained before, the book of Revelation is written with the background of the other epistles. Yes, and you see, all these churches here, they are all epistle churches, yes, all of them. All of them are epistle churches. There is no church here that has not benefited a great deal from the letters of Paul, letters of Peter, some of them. Because those, these epistles, in that their time, they actually went round. Sometimes, maybe Paul, when Paul wrote the letter to the Romans, the, of course, they are the, the initial, the prime recipient, the prime target of that letter. So the letter of Rome 
the Romans would have received it. But not only the Romans read the letter to the Romans. It was actually a culture, a practice that they had of passing epistles letters around. It was, it was a practice that they had at that time. So maybe after the Romans read it, they would have read it, spent time with it, they would now package it and say maybe there's another church in another place that needs that letter. So they will send it. So a lot of these epistles went around many of the churches around in the world at that time. So these seven churches in Asia is clear based on what is written to them that they have done. You say, I know your works. I know your works. I know your... This. Yeah. Have, they are, they are, if, like look at the Ephesian church, for example. They've already done certain things. And a lot of what things they have accomplished were a product of epistolite, right, which they had at that time. But it's very clear that the main um, blessing of this um, book of Revelation is a book that should bring about prosperity in the life of God. That's the, the main purpose. Now, it doesn't mean that there is no revelation of Christ in the, in the book. There is, there, is, there is a revelation of Christ in the book of Revelation from the perspective of the mind of God. Right? There is there's a way that God's mind sees Christ. That revelation of Christ was part of, was in the hand of God. Actually, the Christ's revelation is what seals the revelation of God. When I say seal now, I mean not in terms of the crowning seal. I'm talking in terms of the, the, the separation seal, the hiding seal. Right? We saw it because the scroll was in the hand of him that sat. Then Jesus came, right, manifesting as the lamb, which was in the midst of the throne, he came to take the scroll out of the right hand. And that scroll was sealed with seven seals. Right? And within this, in, when they now began to, you know, he was losing the first seal, losing the second. As he was loosening the seal, revelations kept coming out. That's so that each of those seals, right, had inside those seal wisdom were actually the revelations of Christ's life. Do you see that? Yes, so, but the way that the seals teach Christ is different from how Paul taught Christ, how Peter taught Christ, right? How the, those gifts that came from, the, from the, the gifts of Jesus taught Christ. But the seals is an exposition of Christ from the mind of God. Yes.
Glory to Jesus. Thank you, Father. It's clear that Christ is a is a Christ is seals, he seals. So to God, Christ is a seal, a kind of seal, right? First is seal. To God, Christ is the Christ is the Christ is. You know, Christ is a foundation, of course. But what kind of foundation? He's the construction of the, I'll call it the first ability, the foundational ability of the soul for life capacity. Right. If you check the how the book arranged and and shows Christ, it shows Christ. You know, Christ is not only is is part is the seal, but it's not just the seal alone. Christ is is the seal that begins to sound. Do you get me? He's the, the seal that the, in fact, the proof of that Christ has been fully raised is based on his sound. You see, seal becoming trumpet. Do you get what? At the business end of Christ, he, became, he moved from, his, from seal to trumpet. And in that, that trumpet is the beginning of sounding. Once sounding starts, sounding never ends. Do you get that? I know the sound, when the sound now shifts from Christ into God, it now began to change from trumpeting to thundering. You get what I'm saying? God has his own sound. Uh But now what's the difference between trumpet sound and the thunder sound? You can, you can interpret the notes easily of a trumpet, but a thunder is different. A thunder can. I'm not sure if anybody has ever tried to do the experiment, but I can, there's something inside me that tells, see that, that feels it will be very difficult to map the sound of a thunder 
onto a musical scale. The natural. You might have to develop a, an expanded scale, which I'm not sure we, we have a sense of. Because our scale is according to an octave kind of, right? There are seven nodes that form our, the musical scale. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you have to move from the I believe if you want to play thunder, <laughs> I'm speaking from the spirit here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I will say it. That yes, you can't play thunder with a normal major scale. If you want to play thunder, you might need what we call a chromatic scale. Chromatic scale is major scale is seven. Chromatic scale is twelve. That's on that keyboard. And you see the Bible follow the same pattern. Numbers move from seven to 12. That's one thing about the book of Revelation. Right? Check it. Everything's seven, seven, seven. Seven seals, seven lamps, seven, seven trumpets, seven horns, seven eyes, seven, seven. Then after a while, once you start moving into more of God, with the numbers, we start seeing at 12. Like look at chapter 20, 12, 21 of Revelation, the city, everything is 12, 12,000, 12. Everything is 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. And it maps onto the, the musical, at least those musical, the musical tones that the ear can hear. God designed all these things, you know that? Yes. I'm talking about the distinct musical tones you can hear at 12 in number. But music that most music will play, you play it on the, that we are used to, is on that major scale, which is seven in number. Your do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti. That's what? Seven. When you learn, do is the same thing. That's the eighth one. Amen. So it's their seven major scale. But when you want to count, the, they are in between those. Between do and re, there's a note there. Between Ray and me, there's another one there. It's not part of the major scale. Between Fa and So, another one. Between So and La, another one. Between La and T, another one. There are five extra ones. That's when you look at the keyboard, the five black keys. They are, they are, those five black ones are the, they are the secret notes. Amen. I'm sorry, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing, so. <laughs> Amen. And I know that we don't know how to play those notes yet. One thing for sure is that in the West, we don't know most, most about, the, all the Western songs don't even touch those notes. If you want to go to cultures that touch those notes, you have to move more Eastern. When you move to, more towards the East, 
their, their own soul sense. Their own soul is different. They are more, you know, anything eastward is more spiritual in the Bible. Everything about the east is more spiritual. So when you move toward the east region of the earth, their music, eastern music is different. They add more. Have you ever heard of Chinese? It doesn't sound like major scale. They are all of those Eastern cultures, none of them have major scale in their musical. They don't play like we do. But one thing I've never heard before is a music made from all 12 scales. That sounds musical. It sounds like noise if you try and play all of them at the same time. But I know there is, a, there is this, there's, even if you bring the Lord, if you bring an angel from the third heaven, and give him a piano to play. I can bet you he can make music with the chromatic scale fully. Yeah, and it will, it will sound, you might not be able to stand when he plays such a thing. These are physical things to, uh, that I believe sort of demonstrate the difference. Because what they are showing us is the difference between your life and God's life. Our life and God's life. There's a sound of the life of Christ. There's a sound of God's life. God's life has his own sound. Praise Jesus. To close, I just want to emphasize that. So we want, we want to get to the sound of God. That's what we want to hear. Right? We want to hear. We want to get to his sound. We want his sound to resound in us. He wants to hear his sound in us. Right? But first of all, we must be able to read him. We must be able to do what? To read him. That's where it begins. Say reading God. If you want to hear God, read God. Don't get weary. In the time of reading, I explained to you before, that's when souls get tired. That's when the musician can say, I hate music, I don't, I don't like music anymore. When you're giving me a sheet to score. He enjoys playing the songs he already knows. But give him a new difficult sheet to go and score this and learn this one. He said, no, I don't. You are, I'm not a musician even. I just, uh, I just do it for leisure. Don't bring, don't bring, uh, <laughs> don't trouble me with these things. That's how we, so we are sometimes with God's stuff. But don't, don't, don't. Be weary in reading. Don't be tired of reading. Now, reading God is, um, I'm not just talking about reading scripture alone. I'm talking, you, the reading starts from reading this, this, the precepts. Then after a while, you start reading the spirit. You read this, reading crosses over, right, from, reading to precepts to reading the spirit. Once you can read the spirit, that's where the sound will emerge. Right? But you must take the journey of 
reading precepts in your, in your learning, move from precepts. Learn, first of all, the culture of being at home with the precepts and, and gain the muscle, the stamina to be able to sit and stay with the precepts, right, yes, of God. John was in the spirit on the Lord's day. He didn't start from the spirit. Yes, I can bet you before he moved into the spirit, he mo who knows how many years John has been faithful with the precepts of God. Do you see that? He must have been faithful for a long time with precepts and he perfected it. And then after a while he moved into the spirit. He got to a point where John was reading God in the spirit. God was, read, he was reading God in the spirit, reading him, just reading God. I believe that. That was part, I believe, what made him qualified as an apostle to receive what God, the revelation which God gave to Jesus Christ, to give unto his servant. And he looked for a man called John, who was a servant, his servant John, and gave it to him. Praise God. Praise God. The sentence signified it by his angel unto who? His servant, John. So, this reading now is um, the, the, there is a sight, oh my God. There is a, a way that you see when you are first of all, at first you get, you're born again, you are a baby. If every baby is blind, according to, you know, scene of life. When it comes to seeing other things, every baby's eyes is open. They see many things, right? Like I have my, my daughter, Eva. She sees everything. She, when she sees you, she wants to come after you. She's attracted to colorful things, a lot of that. It's clear she sees. Well, I know that when it comes to seeing life, she's blind. She knows nothing about life. Right? She's actually blind when it comes. I'm talking about life of the soul, of just life. I'm not even talking about spiritual life. Right? Not spiritual life. I mean, the life, she doesn't, the home she's living in, she doesn't see it. She doesn't see our home. She doesn't know, what do I mean by seeing home? Knowing what happens, knowing, the, knowing that right now it's time to, today we don't, um, stay at home today. We're going to meeting today. Do you get that? Having this sense that, you know, this is a time with their visitors here. It's not time to shout. And <laughs> what I mean, like, it's, it's time to, uh, to entertain visitors. It's time that their mommy are talking now. It's not time to. That is life. She doesn't, right? My, my daughter Zera is moving from being a baby to a child. The sign she's becoming a child is she's beginning to see life. She now has a sense that daddy and mommy are talking now. Let me not talk now. Why? Because she can tell the organization. She's, now, she's no longer just, she doesn't just see things. She's seeing life. She's seeing the life of the home. She's having a sense of it. Do you get what I'm saying? It means her eyes are opening gradually. Do you get what I'm saying? So same, same thing in the spirit. Babies don't see. Yes, sir. 
Anybody who is still a baby in the spirit doesn't see anything when it comes to life. They can see other things. Everything, they can see power, they can see gift of the spirit, they can see, you know, God's nice goodness, they can see miracles, they can see all many things, but when it comes to, are you saying seeing life? Seeing, Jesus spoke about seeing life. To see life, the seeing of life is the same thing as seeing the kingdom. Right? You must be born of water and the spirit to be able to see the kingdom. Right? To see life is to do what? To see the kingdom. And so the seeing of life begins from Christ. That's what Christ Christ is to make you begin to see life. If you, and if you can see life, right? If you can see life, you will enter life. When you enter life, you won't stop seeing life. But when you have entering life is when life has begun to sound in your depth. Right? That means you have entered life. Do you get what I mean? The, the, the combination of life is called something called peace. Peace is the def- definition of a musical state. Right, that thing called peace is actually a, is a musical state. It's a time where you are now at peace with it. It's when you have come into the sound. It's characterized in the, in the book of Revelation as a sound. It's a sound of a particular trumpet that characterize that fullness. is a, a sound that, that means peace. That sound, when a soul has developed that sound, it, it's, uh, all heaven can hear it. This one is at peace with God. It's, like a, it's almost like a, it's a sound of the soul. It, it raises that sound. That sound is unique in the spirit. It's very unique in the spirit. Is the sound of Christ. Is the sound of charity. Do you understand that? Glory to God. So I said Christ it begins seeing. Right? Now, that, that seeing of Christ, that sounding of Christ, that estate of Christ in the soul, it's a platform is a foundation for another reading. Right? For another word. It's a platform for the for the um, for the sighting of a higher curriculum. It's a higher curriculum in the spirit. It's a more a more developed kind of music. You can call it, it's a different genre. God is a different genre from Christ. In the spirit, it's another musical information. It's, it's more difficult to read. Right? It's actually an impossible to read for man that without that kind of foundation. And he is not just difficult to read. He is special. He doesn't occur to men. 
what you, what you find inside his own, when you open the, the, the sheet music of, of God's life, what you find there, there's nothing there that could have occurred. It doesn't, it's a different paradigm. Yes, sir. When you read, when you are reading God's life, you read from a different place. The perspective is different. Yes, Every, every note, imagine playing a sound where every note lingers. Every note, sound, when you strike a note, it doesn't stop. So on every note is unending in God. Can you make music with such a thing? Can you, do you know how to play an unending instrument? How to learn? See, it's a different kind of thing entirely. How do you heap unending things, arrange them together? That's how God is. And they don't interfere with each other. They, there's a harmony between them. One note doesn't have to wait for the other one to stop sounding. Wait now. Let me sound. No, they are... There's a way that they, they, are, they are sound perpetuates. I'm describing the learning of God to you. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, so that, that scene is a different, the way you read, the sense of reading God's life is a, high, is a different kind of sense entirely. You must have been prepared in Christ, yes, right? Yes, because the way of seeing is not normal. Yes, it's what they call are far off. See that, that, that phrase, unable to see afar off. Able to see afar off. That was Second Peter. It's not, it's beyond, he said, so he that lacked these things, of course, they've already, they've already mentioned all the things which, uh-huh. he that lacked these things is blind, cannot see afar off, and had forgotten that he was what? Purged from, from his old sin. <laughs> Praise God. So when he says sin afar off, it's more than, that thing is very far, can I see it? To, to see, see afar off. That word afar off there is talking about the scope of your accommodation. When I say accommodation, I'm, I'm saying the, the scope of your, of your, It has more to do with capacity. It says cannot. 
cannot see afar off. This is the means he lacks the equipment for everlasting things. He has to do it. When you say cannot see afar off, he's talking about your there's a there's a relationship between that distance and resolution. Your resolution. Do you get what I'm saying? A sign that like that the paper behind that, that wall now. I can I can see the paper. I can see that there are words written on it. But I cannot t- read it. It's difficult. I can't read it from there. Why? Because when light shines on it, the distance that light has to travel from that place to my my eyes, when my, it hits my eyes, my eyes doesn't have the capacity to blow it up. My visual apparatus is not, is not capacitated enough, it's not strong enough to, to blow it off, to raise its resolution. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So that's why many of us, even when you begin to, we, get, we begin to sense God, like the way that thing is, that's how we are. You call it, we see darkly or dimly. Well, 1 Corinthians 13. How did he put it in 1 Corinthians 13? We see through a glass. But we see through a glass dimly. We see through a glass dimly. For now, we see through a glass darkly. He uses the word darkly. But then face to face. Now, in part. But then shall I know even as what? As I am known. See that then t- t- season is another, it's a, not, it's a season of reading. Do you see that, sir? So there is an, the secret of Christ is Christ. Where you see that Christ, the power of God. Christ is that, is like the it's the retina or the lens, that's the word. Christ is the lens that is not, it's not outwardly, but it's inward lens. You know, your eye has a lens. So the way the lens is, 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 is the state of your lens determines how far you can see. The job of your lens is to magnify images. But each person's eye has different magnification power of the lens. But Christ is like an inward lens that, that sits in you. When you get to his fullness, it gives you access into the world of God. To begin to see. Now you see those things that I was describing. See long suffering. That kindness. What else did I describe? Envy it not. I see all those things. See, those are powers. See powers. 
What kind of power? They are powers of magnification. When you are exercising yourself in charity, you are installing lenses in your soul. It's an exercise. It's reason of use. Strong meat belongs to them who are full age, who by reason of use have had their senses exercised to discern that. That exercise, amen, is it's an exercise. Now, can you see that exercise that I'm speaking about? Of the, so you see those things I was describing on Saturday. I want you to see those things as the stretching, the magnification, or you can call it the empowerment of the soul to gain capacity for reading, to read God. Any soul that hasn't developed those capacities, those charity capacities, will find difficulty in reading God. When they are bringing God to you, you will be seeing, the way I'm seeing that paper, you will just be seeing it like that, darkly. You can't resolve his message. You can't come into the blessing or the blessedness of his speaking, his life. Thank you. But the Lord will help us. They are opening up the way to us. They are showing it. They are saying that in your own generation, we will not keep this thing secret anymore. We will make them, we just make it plain though, how to come, how to know us, how to come to where we are, how to fellowship with us. So these things have been written unto you, we declared unto you that you also may have, you also may have fellowship with us. The Lord will begin to raise up Strength, grace, abilities, abilities. You see, some of our abilities for things that pass away, strength for mundane things that have no value, they will begin to die. Amen. You begin to find strength for this kind of exercise, kind of inward exercise, the development of power. You will become powerful. You become powerful towards God. It's called the power of God. The power of God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God. Unto salvation. To them that believe. To the Jews. To the Greek. Therein. It's righteousness of God revealed. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Just begin to bless. Speak to the Lord. Um, pray. Um, if you desire... <coughs> If you desire your soul to fall into this place without strength, it's not by power nor by might, or it's by my spirit, but you want to receive help, you want heaven to help your soul to settle and to rest in this kind of exercise. Just begin to ask the Lord and speak to him and say, Lord, yes, 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 yes. Come and repurpose 
my heart, repurpose my soul, reconfigure me. Speak to the Lord, just give me some time, speak to the Lord. Let your prayer be heartfelt. Just speak to him. Father, thank you. That's our prayer. You've heard, you've heard every heart tonight. You've heard us. We've prayed. We've responded to your word. We're saying we agree with these things. We desire them. We long for them. We want them. We don't know how to come into these things, but... We trust in the mercy that has spoken them to us. We believe, Father, that you will begin to push us, move us graciously into alignment and cooperation with the spirit of salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Those who are weak, you will especially impart strength to turn a a deaf ear to the world to open up a fresh 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 endeavor to see to read Lord to take in your signs to be exercised in them that will come into age in the spirit. Amen. That that foundation from where we begin to see afar off be built in us. Amen. I pray, oh God. Lord, come nearer. Amen. Come closer. We desire for that face-to-face experience, that place of fellowship, of close communion with you. We desire that place of an unforced rhythm in your life. You will make it possible. You will bring it to us in a short time. Thank you, our Father. We pray for excellence. We will excel in precept. We will excel in doctrine. We will excel even in the spirit. Thank you for the doors to your life are open. The front door into your life is open to us. Thank you, our God. We give all the honor to you. We bless your holy name tonight. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Jewels between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim shine forth.